11 seconds left in Super Bowl 57, 35, 35 tie. The kick is good, and Kansas City leads 38-35 with eight seconds to go. The Lombardi Trophy has a red and gold reflection. Welcome back to the rice scale this week. In true rice fashion, I bought a rice cooker. Yeah, really. And Rashi Rice is cooking. The Rook grabbed all four of his catches this week for 33 yards and that big boy Tuddy grab. Can't go wrong with a rice cooker rice. And that's why this week, Rashi Rice is rice cooker rice. Hello and welcome to another Arrowheads Broad podcast. Tonight you've got yourself Neil and there's three of us for the first time in a few weeks as I'm joined by Tomo. Tomo, how are you, man? I'm good, man. You? I'm very well, thank you. And Owen, Owen, brother, how are you? Very good. Back-to-back weeks for me. This is unprecedented. Oh, oh, my God. Oh, available for selection two weeks in a row. <laughs> it's not the playoffs. Don't peak too soon. <laughs> yeah it's only it's only week five six six we're going into, yeah we're going into six aren't we now yeah yeah um yeah yeah it's a long sea it's a marathon or a sprint and all that malarkey <laughs> um right chiefs uh beat the vikings 20 something 20 some 27 20 i'll tell you what owen actually our predictions am i right in thinking you mm-hmm. had 27 24 and I had 27-21 or was it the other way around? Yeah, no, I think I was 24. I think you might have been one point off. I think I was 27-24 and you were 27-21, yeah. So it kind of it kind of went kind of according to plan. Like uh, just just before we started recording there I said it never really felt like we were going to lose the game. Did either of you were you worried at any stage? When Kelsey went down, I think I was. When Kelsey went down, it was like, a, oh, no, because of the conversation we had had last week, Neil, about the receivers yeah, yeah, and not yeah. pulling their weight and losing someone like Travis Kelsey is not, you know, a good a good spot to be in, regardless of how well your receivers are performing. So, yeah, I think that was when I was a bit like, oh, God, here we go. Like, this, is, this could end badly. This could be like our hiccup game that we always have every season. Um, yeah. But no, then, then as soon as he came back out, what was it, in the second half, he came back out. Because it was just before halftime, wasn't it, that he got injured? Yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, when he came trotting back out, I was like, okay, yeah, we'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, um, I, wasn't, I wasn't so much worried about the game, necessarily. I was worried about the season. Like, I, I'm not, I mean, that game, to me, became totally irrelevant. If you just said to me, you can have Kelsey for the rest of the season, but you lose today, I'd have bit your arm off. Luckily, we end up with both, right? But I was... I was nervous. Well, I, think it's crossed. I was nervous. Oh, yeah. I was nervous there because Pat like um, looked like he'd done his ankle again. Like yes, but I don't know, like mm-hmm. four or five plays before. And he I called it a in the press conference. Day, he called yeah. it a frogging. I have <laughs> no, I, no idea what that is supposed no. to be. That must no. be an American thing, and uh, I like it's it, not though. translated across uh, to us over here. Uh, and someone else called it a Charlie horse, which meant nothing to me either. Um, I liked it, though. Yeah, I, I, like I, that. I like that description. I, I kind of do, but I still don't know what the fuck it means. No, no. idea what it means. No. 
I'm quite selfish though at the moment. I'm being quite selfish. Obviously, week eight we're in um, Germany, and I'm on. Nine. I'm week on nine. like week a, nine. Is it week Don't nine? Don't turn up on week no. eight. We're in week nine. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've got. I'm on like serious, serious injury watch right now. So every time uh, yeah. someone goes down, it's like get up, get up. I want to see you in Germany. And then when Kelsey went down, I was like, well. There it goes. <laughs> didn't you didn't you message me during the game saying, Oh, that's Kelsey fucked for Germany then? I don't know, probably. Yeah. Yeah, I think you did, <laughs> yeah. Or it could be Mahomes it could have been when Mahomes kind of tweaked his ankle, you were like, No, I'm not having this. No, I don't think I was that negative at that point. I was throwing stuff in the house, but I was <laughs> there's like a there's this uh, I'll see if I can show you right, it's gonna be awful podcasting, but there's a um pumpkin pillow over there on the floor. Right. Got it, I see it. Yeah, I yeah, see it. Right, which is one of one of Sam's decorations. That got flung. That got <laughs> flung. <laughs> when Pat was holding his his ankle, but it's all right because it was just a frogging. So w- with Kelsey, <laughs> with Kelsey, would you just tell him not to bother with this week? Like, because we're playing tomorrow well, night. Selfishly, so he's in Germany. Well, not just just <laughs> in. Ge- I mean, going back to the it's a marathon, not a sprint kind of thing, like. I, I don't mind him missing a home game against Denver if that means it gives him because then you've got like the extended break of nine ten days whatever it is before we play again. Um, I'm I'm not sure we need him in this game. Would you not like, have him on like a let's try get this game done in a quarter and a half and then let's snap count some guys. Um. Because we've got a good lead at the moment, like we we could wrap this up pretty quick with division this year, with the way things are going. Well, I mean, if we win the next three games, it goes a long way towards putting the division. Yeah. It's away. a divisional game, right? I don't think you want to be messing about still. I, I don't rate the Broncos. I'm not even sure they want to win anymore. Um, <laughs> but I, it, this is the problem with games like this. It's just get out healthy, even even if it's a. Even if it's a seven-point game where it's oh you look a bit Chiefs looked a bit dodgy against against an awful Broncos side. As long as we win, everyone's healthy. Yeah, what the Chiefs it doesn't do really every, matter at that stage. The Chiefs do every year. We look awful, and then we ramp up towards the playoffs, and then all of a sudden it's juggernaut time, isn't it? Well, our record against the spread is not good, mm. so we don't we don't do like what the Bills do and go all out to beat everybody heavily every mm. week, and then you're spent by the time the playoffs come along. Like there seem to yep. be saving stuff in the tank. And that's kind of partly why I wonder, is it worth saving Kelsey in this one and just saying, and if, right. And if we're honest that when he was out, it was the best the offense looked. It was, or it's almost as if Pat was like, well, going to have to trust them now. And he started throwing balls to Justin Ross. He started throwing balls to Rashi Rice. And all of a sudden it was like, oh, hang on a second. She looks all right, you know. Um, that ca- that catch of Justin Ross, the twenty yarder, oh, that was beautiful. Mm-hmm. And yeah, the one really he nice. dropped as well, the route was crisp. It looked so good. If he catches that, we're all going, oh, because that route was sharp. And then he drops a ball. But you've got to get these guys reps. It's like live bullets, yeah. isn't it? We were talking about it a few weeks back, and I I liked what I saw from those guys. I think we were talking about right, last think, week as well about yeah, how it's like. Yeah, it's like the defense from last season where you had so many rookies on it and you gave them the playing time. And now this season, 
boy are you reaping the rewards mm. for that because they look fucking good um play the justin rossi rishi rice um sky Mo, um <laughs> <laughs> play them now and get them the reps and then next season you benefit from that hopefully um what said well, last I mean, year about Sky Moore as well. what's that? Is that what you said last year about Sky Moore as well? Yeah, <laughs> right this year. This year. Maybe. Yeah. Wow. Maybe. Um, but like, um, like I, I never felt like we we're going to lose this game. Like defensively, like, let's talk defense for a bit. Cover corners. Could you name a better pair than, or a better four than McDuffie? Uh, Sneed, Watson, Williams, like as a combination, as a as a depth chart, man, they're they're solid. There's no weakness there, really. They're definitely playing like one of the better units in the NFL in recent weeks. I mean, again, it's another thing we were talking about last last week with Sneed and Duffy both being being standout corners in the league and and really showing out for the Chiefs. And then obviously, barring injury to Jefferson. Um, Covered him really well, like that for the whole like part of the game that he was in. Um, and they didn't he was in really the three have quarters. Too much like it's not like he didn't. Yeah, play. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like covered him really well and and shut down. You know, Premier, what a lot of people would call the number one receiver in the NFL, and he had three yeah. catches. He caught fifty percent of his passes or or, or his um, targets. So yeah, I I, mean, I I wouldn't argue against that. I, I don't think off the top of my head I can, I can name a complete a better complete cornerback room than than what the Chiefs have been showing out for for the past five, five weeks. And for what you got them for as well, I know you 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 spend you move up and spend a first round pick, pick on Trent McDuffie, but he looks like a a first round cornerback, yeah. which is exactly mm-hmm. what you want. And then the other guys, I don't think you got them before pick fourth round, right? I think Snead was. Uh, Sneed was a fourth, Williams yeah, right. was a fourth, and Watson was a seventh off the top of my head. Yeah, so, one of them was a seventh. I can't remember if it was Williams or Watson. And that's the reason um, we're still good, isn't it? I mean, that's yeah. the reason we're still good, is because you're finding players in these rounds at premium positions. And sadly, when it when it comes to the end of these contracts, we're probably not going to be able to keep them all. But it's like Duncan says, you like if you've got a problem where you you can't afford to pay the guys it means that it means that it went well so yeah it means you've drafted well yeah absolutely exactly that so they they look they look really good i mean you start this game with uh like you cause a turnover straight away with the fumble i think that was on like the first the first it was, play, yep. was it yeah. first Just, or second yeah it was very very early it's exactly what the chiefs needed in that game get the ball to your offense and then give them some confidence the defense starts hot again and it's looking really, really good on that defensive side of the ball. I don't think the pass rush is 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 up to much at the moment when they're not blitzing. But then they've got Amenahu coming back in a couple of weeks, so there's there's help coming at least in that regard. Would you still look to add another veteran pass rusher? I I, I don't know because you've got Amenahu coming back, so is that, is that not- enough? Is that is that not exactly what's what's happening? Like you are getting a pass rusher from that was you gotta remember that was like kind of this the big move they made in free agency, wasn't it? Yeah. So yeah, it was, yeah. you haven't had that yet. So you don't know what it looks we don't know what it looks like. So we're talking about adding a guy, but we don't actually know what it looks like yet. So I'd be, and more, he's back. I'd be more looking on the other side of the ball, to be honest. But 
he's back after this game, isn't he? So he doesn't play in this one, and then he's back. Yeah, so he'll, he'll have so like Frankfurt. Uh, yes, he'll be. He should be good for Frankfurt. Yeah, that'll be his first game, right? Because we're on a bye week. Seven, no, the bye, bye yeah, weeks yeah, after Frankfurt. After, yeah. So oh, we've it? got right. we've right. got Denver, then the Chargers, and then Denver again, and then we go to Frankfurt. Yeah, that's right. And yeah. then it's the bye week. Then it's the what, Eagles if, coming out of the bye. If 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 Oof. we go into if we go into Frankfurt having won our next three games, we're going to be in an incredibly strong position. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know that that sounds like obvious, but the next three games, divisional games, you expect to beat the Broncos twice, and then you've got a you've got a a tough game against the Chargers. If you if you beat them, all of a sudden in a year where the Chiefs haven't looked like this is probably the weirdest we've looked. Um, they're in a position where they're what seven and one or something like going into that week, or is it six and one, seven and one? Uh, it one, would yeah. be so, if we win the next three, yeah, it would be seven and one. That would mm-hmm. be an incredible start to season. And considering we lost to the Lions by one point, like yes, yeah. is and fantastic. pretty much everything everything had to go wrong to lose to the Lions, really, didn't it? Like, mm-hmm. but then they're t- they're, they're looking just... like a top five team in the NFL. The Lions now they, they they've been playing really good football. I'm and really have, yeah. Detroit. I'm I'm not surprised. Not surprised we lost them in week one. I think they're a really good team. So you know, I don't think it's I don't think it's a knock on our season that that, that we obviously a loss is, is is always it was always worse than a win. But I, I don't think they were a bad team. I, I still don't think they're a bad team. So mm. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world because they are a really good football team. They just they just caught us off guard on the first week of the season. That that can happen. But no, it's been considering how weird we've looked like Tom, like you said, Tomo. We've we've still got a good record and we're still you know comfortably in the lead of the AFC West through the first quarter of the season. So. So, Owen, you say we're looking weird. What concerns you the most, then? It's still receiver. Still, yeah. I, I, yeah, I, I feel like, especially when we're performing as well as we are defensively, um, you, and, and it's it's almost frustrating at this point where it's like, if, if our receivers can step up, what a football team we have because the way our defence is playing and the way we're running the ball this year, I feel like, is better than last year. Um, obviously, we have Patrick Mahomes, which, which helps in every, in every aspect of the game. Um, you, so say, you, say about the, you say about the running, but right, I, I'm still trying to do this article for the website and I'm, I'm stuck on the running game. I've got writer's block in the running game because if you take Mahomes' scrambling out, our running game isn't that great. Pacheco's had one good game against the Jets, but like if you look at the metrics of like success rate and EPA per rush and such, we are bottom half of the league at best i think did i i think we're ranked 26 in rushing game off the top of my head is that not inevitable when we're a passing team though i well i you still have i mean pacheco's had 71 carries it's not like we're not handing the ball off the the downside for me is that clyde's clyde's had 28 and mm. clyde is just no, just stop stop giving him the ball, please, Andy. Just, I, I do think I do think Clyde and McKinnon are taking a step back, but I think I think Pacheco's looked good, which is why I have a bit more confidence in the running game this year. I think like aside from the stats, just watching him run the ball, I, I feel like he, he's given me confidence in, in the running game. And I think I'm more confident when there's when there's one guy that's that you can rely on a bit more. Um, rather than get mixed bag from three different guys. So um, I, I, think, I, I, think... I 100% Sorry, agree with that. And then on Sunday, 
they had Pacheco in on the first drive and he looked really good and he had like 25 yards off five carries. And then the next two drives, they had Clyde in and he had four yards on three carries. And I'm just sat watching it going, what what is the thought process that gets you to this? Are you saving Pacheco for the second half? Are you just want to give Clyde reps and hope something happens. I, I I don't understand our running game thought process. When Pacheco had done really well the previous week against the Jets, and then he started the first drive really well, and then you go, right, mm. we'll give it to Clyde for the next two drives. And I I think I tweeted, like, what what are you thinking? Like, where, how does that work? At this point, it feels like the team are trying to make Clyde work. And they're, they're trying to always convince themselves that, that he's still that he's you know still capable of of cycling this offense when you do have a legitimate option in Pacheco and it just feels like they're they're trying to flog a dead horse here. Um, but as much as you know, I'd like it to work out. It just doesn't. This is it's not. I'm point. with you. I don't I don't get the Clyde thing at all. And obviously, we all consume a lot of Chiefs media and people are saying, oh, it's all it's gone too far on Clyde the other way. I don't think it has. I I honestly don't. And I'm I'm quite brutal with stuff like this he looks awful he, he doesn't look good and people are oh he gets what's there he doesn't get and honestly if you want to make Clyde a thing the only thing I can think is and I, I really hope this isn't the case because I feel like then you're just fucking about with your own season the only thing I can think is they're putting him in in the shop window for the trade deadline but no one's going to give you anything he's crap the only thing I do with Clyde the only thing I do if I was going to put him on the field at all and I still don't understand why they haven't done it unless they've they've seen it in training and it's garbage. I'd send him out there and say, you're going to run three angle routes and let's see what happens. And that's, that's uh, what he was good at in college. Exactly. That's, that's the only did. thing I'd do. That's literally the only thing I'd do with him. Uh, I wouldn't get him to run the ball. I'd just see what happens because I, 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 I don't get him running the ball. I'd rather have Pacheco do it faster. Like, if he's going to run into a two-yard... in. It, because Clyde, what what does my head in? He seems to run into a bunch of people. He's never running into space. So if he's going to run into a load of people, I'd rather Pacheco just do it quickly. I like, I, I don't, I, I don't see what he does better than anybody else. And unless, like you say, it's saving him for something later in the game, Pacheco, I, I, I don't get it. I think it's just a waste of a down every time he's on the on the field. He's, he's not even the strongest blocker in that running back room because yeah. McKinnon has been really good at being like a chip blocker, like that extra blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, so he's not, he's not even, the, you can't even send him out there to, to be an extra man in, in, in blocking for Mahomes. It's just, it's, it's bewildering at this point what, what's actually going on. And I, I hope that. that they continue to, to run it with Pacheco because it's, this whole committee thing's not working anymore. He popped like one good outside outside zone run early in the season, right? And as he was running it, I was just thinking, but Pacheco would have done this and got more yards because he's quicker. <laughs> so there's nothing he can do that, that the other guys can't do that's better. And I just, uh, it, it, it seems a waste of time to me, but. So one of the analytic stats they use for rushing in particular is success rate, which is, did you gain half the yardage you need to get a first down on first and second down? And did you get a first down on third and fourth down? There's a couple mm-hmm. of different kind of variations on that, but that's essentially what it is. 
Pacheco's success, sorry, Pacheco's success rate is about 41% this season. Clyde's is 22. Mm. Like one in five runs is considered successful. That's, yeah. that, that's awful. It's just absolutely, I would put mm. him near the bottom of the league in success rate. It's just, it's I just, simple, I just though, don't get it. I don't. It's get the same. It. It's the same with anything. You you can get all the stats to back it up or disprove or prove whatever you want because there's so many stats out there. It's like how a new record gets broken every week, and it's like the weirdest record you've ever seen. It's like the Dolphins are now like week five, week five historical champions or some waffle <laughs> which I've never heard of before. It's 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 load of rubbish. But at some point. You've just got to go, does he pass the eye test? Same with Sky Moore's. Yeah. Exact uh, yes, same. Exactly. Does he pass yeah. the eye test? No. And that's, unfortunately, you can get stats to, to favour or go against whatever you want. But at some point, you just got to go, does it look right? Because it doesn't, it does. It just doesn't look right. I'll just wait. I'll just waste our own time with him. So, like, what's the answer? Because the only thing that Clyde is doing is keeping Pacheco fresher by taking some of the carries. But is that enough of a reason to not hand the ball to Pacheco? Tell you what I'd do. You know that P. Ryan dude that was good in the off-season that sat on our practice squad? I'd rather him have a crack at it. Honestly, yeah. he looked wicked in the off-season. He's sat on the on the practice squad. That thought did cross my mind. Honestly, I'd rather give him a go. It's a scolding podcast of you talking. It's it's (laughs) it's frustrating, right? It's frustrating. Yeah, no, it is. It sure sure is. Yeah. Because like Andy's this Andy's this like offensive genius and he's a fantastic play caller and all of this, but then you look at some of the stuff that they do and you kind of go. I can't understand. Uh, like personally, I'm someone who tries to understand things. I, I like mm. trying to see other people's point of view. I will try my best to figure out what your thought process is on how you got to this. And with handing it off to Clyde and passing it to Sky Moore, or the jet sweeps. Don't get me started on the jet sweeps, Sky Moore. But I, I don't get it. I can't see what the thought process is that gets you to that mm. point that says this is a good idea. And the only thing I can see with handing it off to Clyde is that you are keeping Pacheco slightly fresher. Mm. But I, as you just said, Tom, like you've got Pirine on the practice squad. It, it, he's not going to do any worse than three yards a carry. Is it three? I think Clyde's 3.3. 3.3 yards a carry. He has 93 yards on 28 carries this season with a long of 16. But the Chiefs might find that as a success, though. Three three and a half yards per carry gets you to to nine point nine yards. So, like painfully, quarterbacks need the rest. Yeah, well, what with with our backup tight end, like they might find you might you might be like, well, that's a successful play rather than throwing an incompletion. You just don't know what their thought process is. I don't get it, but I'm I'm with you now. I'm I'm trying to find something for you. Yeah, uh, it's exactly it. Oh, the other oh, problem, the other problem is Clyde don't get him three and a half yards if they know we're running. That's the only problem you've got. He's not <laughs> on third and three. He ain't getting three yards. I'll tell you right but like now. Clyde, Clyde faces heavy boxes much less frequently than Pacheco does. Mm. Like um, certainly last season, 
Uh, Clyde was facing the heavy box like 20% of the time. Pacheco was about 45 to 50% of the time. So teams knew Pacheco was running and he was still successful. Mm. And they didn't care whether Clyde was going to fucking run it because it didn't matter. Um, they were just like, yeah, you, you had enough to Clyde, it's grand. Um, but, it's just a misfiring yeah. offense in parts at the moment. And and it's it's easy to kind of pick on on certain players when it's not going well as well and unfortunately this is going to be another case where we've just got to accept i mean we've accepted clyde for what he is for years now and mm-hmm. i'm halfway through his first season but we tell yeah but i'm i'm concerned <laughs> we're getting to that point with sky more as well like there's hope for the other guys whereas sky i'm quite i'm i mean if i haven't already lost it i'm, I'm getting very very close to the point where i'm just i'm just not sure what he does like they said that he was going to be take a massive leap this year and it hasn't happened. Well, they weren't and... going to say he was going to be shit this year, were they? Like... No, I know, but they're giving it all that waffle in the off-season that he's like unguardable and he's so, looking so good in the offence. And it's just like, well, that was just waffle because he's he's not. And we need it. The, the problem I've got with Sky Moore is you need to be stepping up right now. It's year two for you. You're actually one of the most experienced wide receivers we have. He's probably the second most ex- like in this offense, and he's not showing anything. Same with MVS, if you want me to go there as well. MVS needs to do something at some point as well. So MVS has had this? two. MVS has had two hundred and fifteen snaps, and Sky Moore has had two hundred and seven. And well, they got like forty yards. MVS has eleven <laughs> receptions for one hundred and sixteen, yeah. and Sky sorry seven receptions for one hundred and sixteen, and Sky has nine for one hundred and twenty-three. Yeah, there's just there's just no go-to guy at the moment, is there? I mean, it's Kelsey, obviously. Like I, yeah, it's, it's Kelsey. I don't you mind need, you need that. There's a wide like, receiver for me. I mean, if if you're throwing to ten different guys every week, that's that's all right. But... See, I don't like that though. If I'm really? totally honest, no, not at all. I, I I I if it was up to me, I'd rather have three. Obviously, you've got to have more than three, but you have your three main guys. Because obviously we have two tight end sets as well, but you need your free wide receiver package. But I'd I'd prefer that we knew who our best three are and they're on the field together, and you and you have timing with these guys and you know where they're going to be. Whereas at the moment it feels like the Chiefs are trying to give you a little snap here and there. You're going to do a little bit here. You're going to do a little bit here, and and it looks like it to me. It doesn't look like to me. It just it looks like nobody knows what they're doing half the time. It's they're just not. It's just they're not quite right in the right places. And maybe you come the end of the season and everyone's on it and this is just the the growing pains of it and then it's going to look amazing by the end of the season because you've got all these different guys coming in. I can see a road to it being successful, but right now I just it just looks dysfunctional. Is that road to being successful giving more snaps to Rushy Rice and Justin Ross? But that would be going in my direction where you get your, your best three wide receivers on the field constantly. I, you don't see any other teams doing this where they're they're rolling out they're rolling out their wide receiver six just because. Like, who are they for you, Tom? Who who are the, the three you want to see on the field? The top three. Yeah, like who would you want to see on the field most of the time at receiver? I'd want Rashi Rice in the slot, quite obviously. <laughs> really, That's I'd like surprise. to see. I'd like to see. He's, he's the best receiver we have. Well, I'm not arguing opinion, with that. In in, the in I'd like to see. I'd, I'd like to see a lot more Kadarius Tony, which I don't know how long he's going to hold her, but he's the only one that seems to be able to beat man coverage. 
And then you've got to have it's between Watson and, and MVS, right? Because you've got to have that that kind of guy to clear out the zones and run deep routes, but they just don't get open on them. As much as you want to say uh, that that is Justin Watson's slander there right now. He doesn't get open, Neil. He doesn't get but open. He, he catches, he catches, the, ball. He catches the ball. It works. As long as he's catching the ball, I don't care, but he doesn't get open. Mahomes just goes, fuck it, Watson's down there somewhere and he catches it. But he doesn't get open necessarily. Um but yeah. He, I, he's our best receiver this season. Like he is mate, he's, I'm one. not I'm not like, slagging him off. I'm just telling you he doesn't get open. He catches a ball though, so it's fine. That's if look, he's, he's, the, he's the only thing that matters. Yeah, exactly. the only thing that matters at the end of the day is if you end up with a ball in your hand on the floor. A hundred percent, and that's why I'm not slagging him off. I'm just telling you, it, he wasn't open. That was an interception Mahomes threw that Watson caught. It was underthrown, <laughs> and he, he he took it out of the dude's hands. So fair <clears> fucking play. And that's he's good, man. Watson Watson's absolutely massive to this cheese team. Some of the, the catches he is coming up with, but I think they need to kind of figure out who their kind of best guys are and play them a bit more than what they are at the moment. I think that's so the issue. I'm, I'm I, don't gonna... think they, I don't think they do. I think they're trying to figure that out now. That, that's, that's what they're trying to mm. do. It, I, don't, I don't think anyone's stepped up enough yet. I don't, I don't think they've, you know, I, I, I don't yeah. think anyone's been that, that guy. And I'm I'm the biggest Rashi Rice fan you'll find, but he hasn't run anything other than a slant this season. <laughs> he just runs slants and it works. That's great. Um, but it's, you know, you need more. We, we need more, I'm... don't we? I'm going to toss the hand grenade in the room here then. McCall Hardman's on the train. Oh, I've seen this. I've mm. seen this on Twitter. <laughs> wow. Yeah, that Come is... That's, yeah, I'll, I'll let you leave with that, Tommy. Well, you, you, you just want another guy that's got only one skill set, though, if you do this. Like, I, I get I get why you'd be bringing him in. But what, why isn't Kadaris Tony doing it? Because well, I mean that's the problem. Than, is he isn't doing it. No, I know, but, but then you've got then you've got to ask why he's not doing it because he can do it. We've seen him do it. So if it's an injury thing, well, that's a Kadarius Tony thing in general. Then there's a different argument, and yeah, potentially you bring Hardman in to do that. Um, I don't know what you what would you give up for Mikol? What swap seven round picks or something? Uh, that is exactly what I was about to say. Like I ain't giving you anything for him, so. You can swap we, we, with me if you want, but I believe we have two compensatory fifth rounders. I'm giving you them. Uh, what, you why would swap? why would the Jets swap seventh round picks with us? Because because they just don't want them would, anymore. Because we would be getting we're going to be a picking behind draft them. Pick. <laughs> yeah, we'll be getting a better draft pick, right? I tell you what, then we'll, we'll just keep our own seventh picks, and you just send them. <laughs> <laughs> What <laughs> a freebie! Yeah. Well, like he's he's been a healthy scratch, so the chances of him cutting him. Mm. What did not... Cam Akers? Was it Cam Akers went for like the least amount of dr- like draft capital he could possibly go for? It was like a three year in the future seventh round pick swap. It's like mm. the least you can give up. <laughs> yeah. Like maybe that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. For me, if you. I, 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 I am intrigued by the 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 kind of trade deadline and what opportunities may arise for the Chiefs in terms of wide receivers because people are saying, oh, the Chiefs could look to trade for wide receiver. I don't know who these guys necessarily are. I see like Marquise Brown mentioned, which Hollywood Brown. Yeah, 
I'd be intrigued by that, to be totally honest. Yeah. Uh, I still I think he could be quite useful. Um, would you be open feel, to, to bring... Me that feels would you, like, I'd like that up. trade, to be honest. Would you be open to bringing another receiver then? Bring in another if, receiver. And if so, who would you let go? I don't think the Chiefs will. I, I, I would... I don't think the Chiefs the Chiefs aren't going to go away from this. I I just, I just don't think they are. I, so who I would you let go if you were bringing in um, another receiver? Because you're going to have to let one of yeah, them you go. You can't, have, go. you can't carry eight receivers. I don't know. I I, I don't know. I don't know who because because there's potential there. So you don't really want to let potential walk out of the door. You're not going to get rid of. Not get rid of any of them, are you? Who have you got an answer? Because I, I can't, I can't uh, think of any. No, like, I, I, I'm, I'm right there with Owen, you. I can't, I can't think of who you. Owen, have you got an answer? Yeah, I mean, without being a bit too, um, I don't know, a bit too cutthroat, because I feel like you said I feel like they've all got potential. I mean, I, I could if if MBS continues to not perform, I, I don't see why why you wouldn't be able to move on from him. Um, considering that his performance so far this season but then again like you said he, he's, he's he's still one of those he's still one of those players like that that, that, mm. that can perform well and I think if you trade what I was what I was going to say earlier was I feel like if you trade him for Hollywood Brown Brown feels like another Tony and MBS that, that's just going to do the same thing and and mm. it's like a not really consistent like we'll have a big play every now and again and it's like oh he's got potential but then like it's like well we don't need like a high ceiling, but but a low floor kind of guy. We need someone that's just got a high floor that that's so just what, yeah. or like that's a, exactly an average what is, floor. That's just exactly consistent. what I was about to ask you then. What does the offense need that it doesn't have right now? Consistent receiver, a consistent wide receiver one yeah. is where I'd go. A guy with a rack tree because uh, look, you've got. For me, you've got MVS and you've got Watson who ran who run the kind of deep route tree, and that's all they're going to do. And I don't think either of them run it particularly well. I'm not slagging Watson off. I get it. He's been wicked. But he's not burning anybody. Like, the amount of time we do play action and Pat stood there because we've got this unbelievable O-line, but he's got nobody to throw to. You can see his eyes going like this downfield. He's like, oh, there's nothing there. It's a 50-50 ball or I'm checking it down because he knows there's nothing there. Then you've got Rashi Rice, who's basically got a slant. You've got Ross, who we've only basically kind of seen him run these kind of 20-yard fade routes. Then Kadarius Tony, we've got no idea because we haven't seen enough. And Sky Moore, who runs jet sweeps and bubbles and and doesn't get open on anything else as well. So you need someone with a route either. You need someone with a route tree that could, you know, you know how obviously Kelsey's is so, and this is, you're never going to find a guy with this sort of route tree, right? But you want to come down a couple of levels. Um, You want like a Jerry Judy who could, who's just a route runner. But unfortunately, I don't think they're going to trade him to us. I don't see that happening. (laughs) No, that's the guy, that's the guy that I'd like to see. Would have been Jerry Judy because he's got an amazing route tree. You could line him up in the slot. He could go left. He could go right. He could go deep. He could run a curl. He could run a zig. He could run whatever you want to do. And then all of a sudden we've got options. But at the moment, if 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 you put the wide receivers on the field and if you screenshot a Chiefs play, I could probably tell you what all the wide receivers are going to run route wise. Do you get that's what I mean? Like, yeah, that predictability if, if, is an issue. If you put if you put Rashi Rice in the slot, you've got Kelsey. You've got MVS, 
And we've got one more dude, right? Uh, put whoever you want there. You can basically Watson. tell what three of the routes are going to be. MVS is going to run a streak. Rashi Rice is going to run a slant. <laughs> and the only one you can't tell is Kelsey because he's actually... He's just going to wing it. Yeah. And that's what the Chiefs offense looks like a lot of the time to me. It looks like it's, it's I believe, kind of someone make a play. They run the initial yeah. part of the route. It's not there. Pat goes, uh, does a little wiggle through the pocket and then sidearm to pass to Kelsey who's on his like third move. Cause I feel like the offense looks better when when the play breaks down. That, that's, the offense yeah, looks better agree. when yeah. Mahomes yeah, is running about the field and a guy's coming back and completely changing what route mm-hmm. he was going to do originally. We look better when, when Mahomes under pressure and he's scrambling and, and, he's, and he makes something happen because the scripted stuff isn't working at the moment. I think you're, I think you're actually spot no there. Wins. Especially no. from the receivers. It's, it's not... It's, it, they're, yeah. they're, the things aren't, aren't clicking when, when things go to plan. Things need to break mm. down and Mahomes needs to be his amazing, like, magician self for the offense actually to look like, oh my mm. God, this is a really good like side of the ball. But is it, when it, is oh, this not, not that we've been spoiled for the past few years and this is what everyone else's offenses look like normally? Nah, man. No, because no, there, there are teams out there that, that, that play some amazing football and there are teams that have a true wide receiver one that that it looks good when the plays are happening as they should. I feel like the Chiefs yeah. offense for the past couple of seasons has looked best when things aren't going well, when things are breaking yeah. down and when things are <laughs> as like, you know, ticking over. But there are teams that have true. I mean, look, look at the bills that, that they, they run some amazing plays and, and there's the bills an, only, think, the bills only the have one time. receiver. The bills have Stefan Diggs. Like nobody gives a Gabe shit Davis, about Gabe, Gabe Davis. Davis. I think Gabe Davis. No one cares about. I don't. No one cares about Gabe Davis. I think you might be being a bit too harsh on Gabe Davis. I think I think he's a good receiver. I think he's not Stefan Diggs, but because they, but that's because they have a true wide receiver one. And I can't really remember like a, a lot of times in recent Chiefs history where you see a wide receiver just break wide open and he catches a ball over the top mm. and he's and he runs in for a touchdown. That that's not happened in 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 a while since Tyreek. Yeah, since Tyreek. That's not how. That's not how the Chiefs. But that's how a lot of other teams find success on offense, and it's that's, because they have a true wide receiver. Is that not because? Is that not because teams defend us differently to other not offenses? That, because mm, they know they just anymore. drop too. De- they just drop too deep and play cover two, and it's like you're not going over the top of us. So. You know what? What but else? I don't think there's do? been a necessity to do that against us since Tyreek left, because because we don't have that that blow the top off kind mm-hmm. of threat anymore that I'm we had. Just in Watson, so I, like I don't a word. Think... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but I don't see. Off anybody, I, I wouldn't see. Yeah, he's going up. He's climbing that ladder. And he's bringing Justin Watson's like, average oh, depth oh, of target twenty two yards. Yeah, I bet you they're all contested though. Yeah, yeah, that, that, that's I what they I, may I they mean, may be, but they're they're targeting him. Deep, deep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I'm with but you. I'm is that, is that where, the, where the man has beaten his defender? Yeah, and cooked him. Is, no he, one's, no one's cooked anybody in weeks. Yeah. And he's caught a ball like and, and, and gone the distance with it. Or, or even if he's not scored mm-hmm. a touchdown, but he's been able to get a chunk play after the catch. It's always been like these tricky stuff inside or it's a contested catch downfield where the receiver had to go up and get it over a defender or with a defender draped all over him. Like what Justin Watson would do. We don't no have one's that ran. wide receiver that can beat a man and, and can and can put a good route together. 
I'm right there with you. No one's ran a corner route and cooked a guy. No one's ran a corner and then at the top of the route where you break it off the corner, no one's given a little left-right dink and gone and just absolutely cooked someone. No one's ran a crosser and just burnt somebody. Nobody's ran off play action. Look what you're talking about, Owen. We haven't ran like play action and then a guy's just running straight down the middle of a cover two because he's moved the moved the safety with his with his movement at the top of the route. He hasn't gone for a corner and then into a post and beaten a guy. Nobody teams don't respect like teams don't respect the play action with us because they don't give a shit whether they're running it. Because that's because <laughs> that's not the threat. The threat on, is three and a half three and a half yards from Clyde Edwards Lair on first hand. Uh, thank, thank you, point base. Yeah, yes, yeah. thank you. Like I'm with, we don't I'm care with whether we're running it. But guys have still got to be able to beat beat people on routes. They just don't look like they're going to. It's like Rashi Rice on that slant looked brilliant because he's he's literally big bodied the guy. Got over, he must have created a couple of yards separation, catches the ball, puts his shoulder down, gets a touchdown. Brilliant. That's that's the last time I've seen someone actually cook somebody, and it, and it was needed on that play because we didn't have Kelsey on the field. But that's the thing we rely on Kelsey so much, and when he's bracketed. Pat looks up and it, you can you can literally see at the bottom at the bottom of his drop, Mahomes. You can see his eyes like this, and there's nobody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you if you look, at... he doesn't hit the drop, hit the back of his drop and ball out because there's nobody mm-hmm. open at the bottom yeah. of his drop. Yeah, and that's when and he has you, to start weaving. If you look at just the scoring plays alone, the the, the passing touchdowns alone, I can put I can put money on the majority of them being a guy in the end zone. Who catches a ball and has to like you know a, a receiver a, a defender is like over him and he he catches it and pulls it away from a defender. There have been so many of those like in the middle of the end zone, but like at, in the front half of it, where it's not like a receiver running into a catch. It's a receiver that's just stood there, turned and caught the ball with a defender on him. And and the, the receivers are good at that, and and it's we found success with that, but it's not diverse enough. It's it's predictable. And I, I'm so, going to be honest, I don't think the Chiefs are doing enough. Um, I, I, I know they went and got Rashi Rice the second round. I know they got Sky Moore in the second round. I think they've had a couple of opportunities the last two years, especially with the Tyreek picks. And I know it's gone well on defence and stuff. But they, you saw what happened in Green Bay where you don't put pe- you don't put weapons around a wide receiver. And we've missed on a couple of wide receivers like McColl and, and, and it looks like Sky Moore or whatever. But... There's free agency. There's opportunities. They need to get someone for Pat because we've seen what it looks like without Kelsey now. And I don't think he's got that long left. I think he's got less time than people seem to think he's got left. If he if he was to have got injured in that game and he was out for the season, are you sure he's coming back next year? No. And then you're in the shit because whoever you bring in this offseason, say, God forbid, Kelsey was out for the rest of this year. You haven't got many options before week eight, and then you've got to go into the off season, and you've got to go find a guy that instantly connects with Mahomes and hits the ground running, and it's not guaranteed. They need to be finding these guys now, like they hopefully have with Rashi Rice, so that next year and the year after it looks better than and he's got the reps. But if Kelsey's got two years left, say, which is a realistic thing, he's thirty-four. You've got to two have an be, answer. Two could be generous. In, yeah, in two years' time, you've got to have an answer. And for me, they haven't done enough to find that answer yet. It scares me. I, think honestly, I, it really I do also think a lot, can, a lot like. can happen. A lot can happen in two years, though. 
I, I feel like there is plenty of time to sort out those woes for the Chiefs when, like, you know, the post-Kelsey Kansas City Chiefs, what that looks like. I think there's plenty of time. There's plenty of off-seasons and trade deadlines to, to reach before and drafts to reach before that's a, a, a reality. Um, obviously, it's better to prepare, but I think for now, I'm, I'm comfortable where we are in terms of, like, you know, we have that safety blanket of Kelsey, but I'd, I'd still think we need to get more diverse in the wide receiver room for this season, for this year. They all feel it's... a bit. They all feel like they've got their little niches and they've got their little boxes that are good at, and it doesn't seem like it doesn't. It does. There just doesn't seem to be any dynamic threat there, does there? Like Jordan Addison, for example, for the Vikings. Look at how much he was doing for them different things that he was doing for them when Jefferson went out and stuff. He looked really, really good. And Okay, I'm going to give you a quick couple of stats here, right? So average receiver separation in this game, the league average is 2.94 yards. Kelsey had 4.17 yards of separation on average. <laughs> Kadarius Tony, five and a half yards. On how many snaps? Well, what, whatever snaps it was, like I, I don't know how many Kadarius mm-hmm. Tony. I could look it up, but I, yeah, he, on average he was five and a half yards of separation. Rashi Rice three point four nine. So all three of those were above average separation. And mm-hmm. then you had Ross two point four four and Justin Watson two point two. So you, what you were saying about Watson earlier, where he wasn't open? Yes, you're right. He's less than average open. But then you look at the Vikings. Jefferson three and a half yards. He's above average. He was their only receiver who was above average separation. Addison, 2.73 yards, so he was below average. Hawkinson, he's a very good secondary, though. Hawkinson, 1.47 <laughs> yards of separation. He was not getting open. So, like, our, our receivers, in comparison to the Vikings receivers, were actually doing a pretty good job of getting open. I yeah. It, again, Neil, I test. It's not passing it. Yeah, I I, un, I understand that, uh, and I, I agree with certain players, but because you could tell me that Kadarius Roney, Kadarius Tony, has run a, a jet sweep and he had five yards of separation after Pat gives him the ball, like I just don't but know he, how he, these things. Oh, no, jet sweeps are run plays. So that doesn't count. So they're the, not, these are not pass, these Pat, are they're not if Pat, They're not if Pat pops a ball up to him. If it's a jet touch pass, essentially, if he if he lifts it, it would go down as a pass, which he does. Because they go if, on the home stats. If Tony runs in front of Pat, then it's a pass play. If Tony runs behind Pat, it's a run play. Mm-hmm. That that's how the jet sweeps. Yeah, so I guess go. you need to have a look at the stats and see if if Kadarius Tony's yards went down. But the, the, that separation is on pass saying. is on pass plays, not run plays. Yeah, I get what you're saying. But if he pops it forward to him and he runs, then it might be five yards. You just don't know. Anyway, I'm not going to argue about that. I actually agree that Kadarius Tony is the one person that does create separation. He just doesn't seem to be on the field enough. I'm going to quickly filter something here. Cause I, 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 genuinely, I, I, I genuinely feel like we should be getting the ball to Kadarius Tony a lot more. And again, it so seems can... like he's behind the line of scrimmage a lot. I'd like to see him run a couple of routes. I know he dropped that. I know he had a bad week one. Yes. How they used him week one is exactly how I want them. To, I'd love them to do what we did in week one. I'd like to see him do that again. Because all the things, I know he dropped a load of passes, but he had big plays waiting to happen there. And he had an unusually, 
he was an open. usually bad game. Yeah, like he he was open to drop the passes. Yeah, and that but but since then it's almost like a bit of trust has gone with him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. how it feels to yeah. me. It feels like after that week one game, it was like they they kind of relinquished it and was like, okay, we need other guys to try because that was not good. But then you also need to think we're in week six now. Like it's been five. There's been like four football games since that game. Like I feel like. Mm-hmm. If that is the reason why he's not seen the field as much, like why don't we just let bygones be bygones at this point and and give him another shot because he was really good last season and and he played well in the Super Bowl yeah. and he played well in 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 the build up to to that Super Bowl. So he's your wide receiver one like, so, as well by all t- accounts. Tony pl- Tony played five snaps more than Rashi Rice in this game. Tony uh, had twenty five snaps on passing. Yeah, against the Vikings. Uh, no, in in all offensive plays, yeah. Tony was in for twenty five plays, and Russia Rice was in for twenty. Yeah, I just, just want to, I just six. want to see the way they use him change because the big the big drop that he had. I mean, I know he had the drop for the pick six, but the big the big drop he had, which would have iced the game on that big crossing route over, mm-hmm. he was wide open. He'd absolutely burnt away from whoever was with him. He was he was in a wide open zone in the defense and it's going to be a massive play if he catches it. And that's what's so disappointing that he dropped it. But you look at how open he got, who is running that route if it's not him. Mm, yeah. So why put him back on the field to do it again? Mm. And this is the exact thing that we were talking it, we're about. Yeah. This is exactly the thing we were talking about that the offense is missing is, is that guy who, who is going to yeah. put a hole in a zone and put his foot in the ground and, run a nice route for us and that's why i really away the nearest defender a nice transition for you neil if you will but going into the broncos game this week you're playing a very very mm. bad defense um historically bad historically defense. bad duncan says um, um you've so got an opportunity duncan to sent get us, right here duncan sent us a message before we started recording and, uh, and sent us a link to a tweet patrick mahomes has never faced the last ranked scoring defense in his career ever he will for the first time tomorrow night against the broncos and bobby stroop um patrick mahomes trainer said no one plays like a last place defense against the chiefs fair point (laughs) um but the bro i'm transitioning to the broncos god they're bad but i mean they're they're bad Mm. at everything like defensively they've conceded 877 yards rushing in their last four games is it bad that i don't want to see us run the ball though i want them to pass and get right i want them to pass the ball and get right this this week i i understand that but 877 yards in four games like yeah we might we might be going bed by half two (laughs) 20 yards a game for four games like it's hard to do that once it's really hard to do that twice (laughs) oh games how many yards do you think Clyde Edwards can get on first down, Neil? Three. Couldn't <laughs> <laughs> resist. Couldn't resist. You line them up and I'll look at yeah, them. Of course. But like, I mean, the, ideally, you get an early lead and then you run the shit out of the ball and. We go just, to bed by three. Yeah, I mean, well, mm. half three, I'd settle half for half three. Half three would be push, nice. Yeah. yeah. This, but, this, uh, this is going to be a one-point win 
Yeah, oh, and he's going to be a nail biter. And oh that, my gosh, we're about games. to lose to the Broncos. <laughs> it's division games. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah, no, yeah. we're ten and a half point favourites. There's no way I'm going near that. Well, I mean, we should I, beat them by I'd ten and a half shocked. points. I'd be more shocked if we cover the spread than if this is Russell Wilson driving to to tie the game for overtime or something. I agree completely. Yeah, uh, be shot. Oh, like it, Owen. Nice. That's, like that's, that. I'm right there with you. I think that's exactly what it's going to be. I think I think he'll throw an interception that, and, and we'll win. Oh, one thing like, we've actually not talked about, speaking oh, of the defence, um, Nick Bolton's back. He didn't play this week mm-hmm. against the Vikings, and it didn't feel like the defence took a step back. But now I, back, I, was, so I was just about to say this may be heresy, but I haven't missed Nick Bolton in the slightest. Yeah. Like, Drew mm-hmm. Tranquil... Hat tip Dog. to you, young man. Oh. Absolutely. I I have no problem with Drew Tranquil is, playing plenty of snaps. This is the second week in a row he's led the team in tackles, Drew Tranquil. He led the team yeah. in tackles against the Jets, and he's also done the same against the Vikings this week. Drew Tranquil is Good pickup. Good pickup. Really, oh, fantastic really pickup. To the point not, where... Not just, because, not just because he's improving you, but he's also weakening a divisional rival by mm-hmm. taking him off their yeah. hands. Mm-hmm. I think he, just the he, depth... Just for depth reasons, because you know Nick Bolton went down and we didn't even notice. But like if Drew Tranquil's quite, not there, we're noticing cheap. that loss by Bolton. Is he quite cheap, right? It's not I think relatively so. because this could signal the end for Willie Gay, really. Like Drew Tranquil, Willie is, Gay's been really good in coverage. I, I, like, I know, really, really good in I coverage. I love him. I love him as well. I just don't think they're going to pay. And how old is Drew Tranquil? He's not. I don't think he's young, right? I, I know, yeah, but you've got he's to pay. Middle of his career. Got to pay Nick Bolton at some point, haven't you? I just maybe mm. you can bring Willie Gay back as well. That, I, I think it'll be Willie. They'll be Do you know what? Do you know what's amazing is how bad Drew Tranquil's linebackers were. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's about middle career. Maybe they've really, they've done a really, really good job of addressing that defense because you remember going back a few years, we were like, God, the linebackers are awful, mm-hmm. and now we've got one of the best linebackers. Oh, God, the cornerback, the cornerbacks. Uh, we never invested in cornerbacks. We're always struggling at cornerback. They've done such a good job with this defense. It, mm-hmm. it it's yeah. amazing to watch. It really, really is, and and it might carry us again. The the NFL, there's no like teams that look amazing like we're expecting the afc to be 49ers this, this yeah yeah i'm talking about the afc Spoilers. sorry okay i'll say yeah, like, okay we're you expect it to be like loaded juggernaut teams and to be honest like bengals have had their problems the bills have had their problems dolphins look decent but they feel like they're close to could have a blow up at some point you could just see it happening and the chiefs are just Bobby steady Moore. along building building it just feels like we're building at the moment but We've like no so one wants to, these conversations. No one wants to play their best football in September and early mm-hmm. October. Like that's not how you win the Super Bowl. You get steadily better over the course of the season. You look at Spex's defenses over the years, like first eight and nine weeks of the season, yeah, they're all right. And mm-hmm. then you get to the bye week, week nine, week ten, and you go, Oh, where did that come from? Because mm-hmm. he's suddenly he he spent nine or ten weeks kind of finding out what works, finding out what doesn't finding out what the players can do, what they can't do. And then in the last kind of six weeks of the regular season and the playoffs, he goes, right, I'm going to release the good shit now. This is what we do well. And good luck if you can stop us doing it. Mm-hmm. And I, I kind of, I hope that's what Andy's doing with the offense now in that you're you're testing to see 
What does Rushy Rice yeah. do well? What does Sky Moore do well? What does Kadarius Tony do well? How can we use these people later in the season? Yeah. And, you know, so that we are playing our best offense in December, late December and January, and not how can we play our best offense in on the 11th of October or 12th of October whenever we play Denver? This is probably the third season in a row we've had a conversation like this in week four or five where you go, it just doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. This doesn't look right. And it always ends up okay. So I, I'm no actually, I'm gonna, to... uh, that kind of leads me to one question then. So I remember when we had Charles on a couple of years back and we talked, we were talking about the chief's identity and they needed to find an identity. What is the chief's current offensive identity? Yeah, that's the problem, isn't it? That's yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's exactly where I'm heading with that. Yeah. It's yeah. Mahomes. Yeah, it's Mahomes making us look good. <laughs> completely agree, Owen. Completely agree. Yeah, it's it's he's been doing some special stuff this year. That's kind of gone under the radar a little bit. Um, because if you do look at the the rest of the offense with Clyde not performing and Jet not performing and and the receivers being a bit iffy and weird and a bit of a question mark, and then we're scoring like, you know, nearly upwards of like thirty points a game, like that doesn't come from nowhere. What there's has there been a defensive touchdown this season? I don't think no, so. No. Don't no, think no, we've no. not scored on special teams this season. So all of the no. points we've scored have come from our offense. And yeah. we've just spent an hour on this podcast, and most of the time we were talking Wait, about how many question marks <laughs> and and how many and how many problems we've got with the offense. So if if there's anything outside of Mahomes, it's it's Travis Kelsey. But it's it's largely just Mahomes doing his thing. And I think this has been in terms of the what he's had to work with, one of his more impressive seasons so far. Because mm. he's, we, we're not we're not worrying, and there's a lot of problems with the offense. So we're averaging twenty six points a game. Mm. So you know that's what touchdown. Well, yeah, just just shy of four touchdowns a game. Mm. Yep. So yeah, a touchdown, a field goal, uh, three touchdowns, a field goal, and a safety every game. Missed I extra point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Which if we haven't had, had this year. If you had the choice, right, and you said at this point in the season, your defense can look unbelievable and your offense looks a bit ropey, or your offense looks unbelievable, but your defense looks a bit ropey. I think there's a better chance we sort the offense out than we would have sorted the defense out. Yeah. So I I don't know because probably Spex, in a decent Spex has a history of sorting defenses out. Like he Spex's, does, he does, Spex's MO is you play well late in the season. This defense looks different though. This this defense. Looks oh, this like defense is top, stuffed with whatever. Time. Yeah, top whatever number you like to put on top ten easily in my yeah, opinion. Yeah, easily top ten. Yeah, and then mm-hmm. pick a num- pick a number under that, but but potential top five. Different. Yeah, yeah, and then. You've got Patrick Mahomes on the other side of the ball. It's like I take it. So you just you, you just you just betting on them to figure it out. And like Owen's saying, it and that's if there is anything to figure out. Because if you score twenty six points with a top five defense, you probably you're not okay. doing badly. Yeah, yeah like we're, we're averaging conceded sixteen points a game. Like there's teams with there's teams with worse problems. If this was a Bills podcast, you'd be going, "What are we?" Like if you were a Bengals podcast, you'd be going. Oh, our best player, yeah. our best player might have a car. Like, if you're the Dolphins, you go in. This is unbelievable. But A chains just got as put long on as two is healthy. Yeah, exactly. I mean, A chains just been put on IR. He's not going to. Did play he go in, on? Has he gone on? Yeah, IR? he's not going to play in Frankfurt, which I'm actually low key disappointed. Oh, um, disappointed by. Yeah. Um, I, I, I am an aunt. 
Yeah, yeah. I kind of wanted to see what that speed looks like, not going to lie, but um, at the same Oh, you'll see speed on that dolphin. Yeah, well, yeah, true, no, not against that. us, though. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not against us. Tyreek but, um, word. But yeah, like, we're probably in the best position, right? <laughs> so We, we are yeah. we are spoiled rotten. That, yeah. That's all I'm going to say. We have probably what it sounds like. Oh, probably sounds like agree. a bunch of spoiled children, but... <laughs> You just want to see more, don't you? You just well, no, you just you just don't want to see more. <laughs> you, you want to see functional. You want to see yeah. something that that looks like it's working. Yeah. And he, even though we're scoring twenty six points a game at the moment, it doesn't quite look like it's working. But we're scoring twenty six points a game, yeah. so do, That's just does it matter right now? No, not really. That's just the thing. When Pat gets to the bottom of his drop, he doesn't go bang. He's open. Read, read the play. Get to the bottom of your drop. He's read the play and he, the ball's out. It just never feels like that's the case. And I don't think we'll have any answers after this week. I don't, I don't think we'll, we'll come back particularly, uh, you know, enlightened or in a much better mood about the offense. Because if we play badly, we're going to be worried because it's the Broncos' defense. And if we play really well, it's just it was only it's the Broncos' the defense. Team. Like it wasn't like I, I feel like we have we have to wait until at least the Chargers game. Um, yes. Before we start to get, we got no credit yeah. and, unless we we've absolutely got no bear, strip yeah. them, and it's like not a contest on on yeah. on on offense. But if we play badly, it's it's maybe Fresh time to yeah, yeah. start hitting the panic button with with the receivers at least. Um, I, I not with the offense because if we're still scoring points, but with the receivers, I, I think that'll be time for me. Start, start tapping up, up got start tapping up Jerry Judy on the sideline. Yeah, so, just want to stay. Uh, I still, I'm not ready to hit the panic button until after the Miami game. Once we get to the bye week in week ten, see what yeah. the receivers have done then. Because and he's going to have to unleash some stuff against Miami. Yes, otherwise absolutely. You're not gonna, otherwise, you're not going to beat them. So. He's mm-hmm. gonna to have to call some of his decent stuff because we know Andy's hiding stuff. He's gonna to have to. He's gonna to have to call some stuff if he wants to beat Miami. Which if you care about the points, one seed, you are twenty six points them. isn't enough against Miami. Uh, yeah. I'll put that on record now. Mm-hmm. They're gonna to have to score thirty plus to beat Miami. Yeah. Now whether whether or not Andy puts, I I think they're fucking good. Like even without Devon A chain, there's. Still really mm. good. Oh yeah, don't get me wrong, they are a great team, but um we have also been spending most of a lot of the podcast figuring out how good the defence is. I know, I know. And how it, deep and how deep real, they are at corner and they've it's got a, complete, a really good receiver room. Mm. It's and a they, complete and they lost to the Bills when they came that. up against a good defence. So you I just got hosed know. by the Bills. And and I just hope Spags tries to confuse Tua because that's what the Bills did to him. They they yeah. were the first team to kind of confuse him because that was that was what we spoke about was has he got like you know how we're saying, Pat, everything looks not quite in rhythm. Well, with the the Dolphins, everything looks in rhythm, and that's fine if the reads are easy. Now, if you muddy that yeah, up and he's got to think, yeah. it might not be so easy for him. So let's. T- Tua has like can do that. Tua has one of the fastest time to throws in the league. He's like two point one seconds mm. or something stupid like that. Whereas if you can slow him down enough that the pass rush can get close to him. Then mm. it's a different story. Yeah, which is where you're going to be looking. Either that's that's what we've got to hope happens. So, so so the way to beat Tua is we need to make the guy who had two concussions last season use his brain. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> exactly it. Sounds a bit dark, really, but it, but it's it's accurate as well. Like it, 
it's very hard to argue with that assessment. Well, you you were talking about about how open people were. It wouldn't surprise me if Tyreek's is like seven yards. <laughs> like, <laughs> in some of some of their plays, you just no, going to be typing away. How now. is there this much space? I, I still have the Netstein five yards of separation. I still have Netstein stats. So if you two can um, stall for uh, a few seconds, I should be able to find. So I who remember has... the uh, Patrick Mahomes Tyreek Hill days. They were they were yeah. fun. They we were had a lot fun. of fun in those years. They were great. The good old days. Not that we've not had fun recently because we won a Super Bowl in February, but that's the worst yeah. thing is like you can't even say that that was that trade was a mistake anymore because they won mm. another Super Bowl, so you can't even say that. But then I feel like we did make wow. an AFC rival very very strong. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. This is going to blow your fucking minds here. <laughs> One point <laughs> five yards of separation. No, but. He has less. He's just running se- away from everybody. Is that he has happening? less separation on the season than Rashi Rice, than no Sky Moore, uh, than Kadarius Tony, than Noah fucking Gray. They also throw in the ball every single down, though. So what you're saying is Tyreek Hill's washed, and we've got a yeah. much better receiver. Uh, well, <laughs> Sky Moore and Tyreek Hill. So for the <laughs> season, for the season. Kadarius Tony averages four and a half yards. This of separation. is why stats are a load of bullshit. Noah this Gray averages can... 4.3 yards of separation. Uh, Travis Kelsey averages 3.6. Sky Moore averages 3.6. Rashi Rice averages 3.5. And then you get to Tyreek Hill with 3.3 yards of separation. There's a red oh. button on my screen that ends the call, and I'm very close. <laughs> like, this, this doesn't. My eyes are not seeing the same thing as those stats are telling you like it just doesn't that's why it's a load of waffle this is what pff is is absolute load of shit as well you can you can create a stat for anything <laughs> you are all done P- pff is opinions pff is opinions of like you know did did this person play well on this snap you know did did they perform the role which we don't actually know what the role was that that's kind of pff's flaw to me um but these are just like numerical taken from chips on the shoulder pads kind of this mm. is how far away the guy was from the nearest person so whether or not they were heading whether or not they were heading away from them at that time you can't mm. tell from these stats yeah i just like watching people run around and catch balls yeah. and hit each other it's like one yard separation for Tyree Kill is a bigger problem than like three and a half yard separation on like Sky Moore or Rashi Rice. Absolutely, absolutely agreed. Yes, absolutely agreed. So, yeah, you can come up with whatever stats you want for whatever, really, can't you? <laughs> you the only can't, separation yeah. that matters is a separation between the player's gloves and the ball. That's all. That uh, I would, if that's I would zero, say, then you're fine. What's the separation five yards after he's caught it? And I bet that's a very different conversation between <laughs> Tyreek Hill, Sky Moore, Kadarius Tony, Rushy Rice, and all the rest. Yeah. Right. Hey, no, we're, we're still going to beat the Broncos 13 0. Well, I, I'm just going to go to predictions conscious that after an hour and six hmm. minutes, we've barely mentioned the Broncos. There's nothing to talk about. No, uh, well, yeah, up. no one really that gives a shit up. about the Broncos. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah, it sums up where the Broncos are at the moment, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Do you think they actually want to win this game? 
Do you think they really, really even want to win it at this point? I just, I don't even know Sean Payton care. I, I think I think for the for the fact that they haven't beaten us since 2015 alone, they they want to beat us every single time they play us because it's been so long. I, I feel yes. like every player in that building is going to want to break that streak, regardless. Well, like, of how how, long you how many of the I was thinking about this yesterday because we we got um, an email yesterday offering us uh, a special guest. Uh, who was a former Denver Broncos player who played in 2015 and played for a number of years after that. And I was kind of thinking then about the turnover of players on the Broncos roster. So there's very, very few of them who've been around for more than a couple of years. And then does it really matter that they haven't beaten us since 2015? I'm, I, think the, I, I think the fan base will always remember. Broncos yeah, the fans will, but do the... Does that matter to the players as much? I, I'm not sure that it does. That was going to be well, one of my I, I questions. Think it does. I think it, I think it does because the fan base remembers. I, I think it, it's it's just something that, that the fan base want to get over, and I think the players. I, I think I think the the mood in Denver would drastically change if they beat the Chiefs once this year. I think I think, I think, oh, it, I think the confidence. Would, oh, I don't. I don't know that word. I don't know that word. I think, I think the mood in Denver is fucking awful yeah. at the moment. It, it is awful. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying they're going to make the playoffs if they beat the Chiefs, but I think that they're at a, a, morale-wise, they're at a very low point in their franchise. Mm. I feel like if they beat the Chiefs, it, it'd give them something to, to be a bit like, okay, like, you know, mm. uh, like we, we beat the Chiefs this year and, and we snapped that streak, so there's something to build from at least. I think if Russell Wilson beats the Chiefs, they might build a statue for him outside mile high. I think, right, Sean Payton gives me proper Gruden vibes. I think he just looks pissed off already. And I think he's just... You think they do the lap around the car park if they beat us? (laughs) He's petty enough to do that. I think they've got more class. The Broncos have more class than that, I think. Yeah. (laughs) They're no Raiders. (laughs) Let's go score predictions without really talking about the game then, because nobody really cares about the Broncos as sad as that is to say uh, Tomo, score prediction, go I go with 30 now every week until it happens so 30 now I like your consistency, Owen uh, 38-17 mm, that's a pretty solid guess I'm, I'm going to go slightly less than that and go kind of 35 12 I, I I I, know, I hate doing that because it's a division game and division games are never easy and never blowouts, but they're bad. It wouldn't surprise really me if this is yeah. like twenty four twenty one. If I had to actually, no, yeah, I completely. I could see as like sneaking a last second consistent. field goal as yeah. well, but it it should never get to that stage. Yeah, but I'm. Mm. If I've ever got a chance of getting this one of these right, this is the week. So thirty you know, come on, <laughs> roll on. It's gonna put your put your mortgage on it, everyone. But gamble responsibly and don't put your fucking mortgage on it. <laughs> um, right, have we got anything else? Anyone? No. Next week, um, the streak will still be alive of me never seeing the Chiefs lose to the Broncos. Yeah, yeah so that's, Owen, what that's what I'm putting on. Be disappointed if it's not. Absolutely. Yeah. We mention this every week that Broncos yeah. week's coming closer and closer, but it, I, I'm confident. We're, and I, you get I'll to extend that again in. You get to extend that again in two weeks' time as well. It's and and then after that, I know that it will last another year. Then yes, that, that, yes, it will be used for a whole year. I feel like way. I feel like this is going to end with the Chiefs playing the Broncos in two years' time, 
on the last day of the season because they put divisional games last oh, week. We of put, the season, yeah, we put like, we'll the have, third like string out. Yeah, I feel like that's how this ends. But last time we did that, it was when Pat Mahomes was playing his first game and he touched them as well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah true. So yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not. Maybe. But we'll be, actually find out. Very... Shane Bichelli's actually really good and we're going yeah. back and... <laughs> Yeah. It will be a very somber podcast the, the, the week, the podcast yeah. after that happens. So I'm not looking forward to that. We'll I'm like. going to be on it because, because I feel like it will be historic stuff. But You've got a front up, yes. haven't you? At that point. Yeah, you have to. Yeah, you have to. You know, it, it won't be it won't be a very enjoyable enjoyable podcast, to say the least. But it won't be next week. That won't be next week. No, yeah. that Two will not on. be next week. So <laughs> we play tomorrow night, which is Thursday night our time, uh, twenty past one in the morning kickoff. Thursday Thursday night in, is better than Sunday night because at least I only have a short day in work on Friday. I, I have a long day in work on a Monday, so Sunday nights suck. Um, so I don't mind Thursday nights that much but yeah 20 past one in the morning kickoff for us uh what's that 7 20 kansas city time i think off the top of my head um on sky for us um on whatever channels you've got in kc i don't know what it'll be on uh right then i think that's everything from us for now uh an hour and 11 minutes jesus we we did well with that one um right tomo thanks for your time as always man you do owen much appreciated as always as always. Um, as always. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll wander on now, and we'll say from one kingdom to another. Goodbye for now. <laughs>